There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Today is Friday, December 31, 2020. Welcome to the podcast. My name is JC Tevez. How are you guys doing? It has been the longest January, right? That's what they're saying. 52 weeks of January. What a month it has been. Ha! Huh? We made it. We made it. We made it. Uh, it's been a really, it's been a pretty shitty January, huh? Yesterday, after we recorded the Hala Hala show, uh, word broke out that the coronavirus officially was confirmed that it made its way here to the Philippines. And it's like, damn, wild, right? Unbelievable. So, I mean, that sucks. <laughs> that freaking sucks, man. Uh, you know, so far, what, what really is kind of, is baffling to me, well, there's two things, right? One is like, the, they, they didn't issue a travel ban, especially from Wuhan, until, until it happened. So it's a little bit of a case of too little, too late. And the second thing is the, the, the maltreatment of information. Is, is that, I'm not, I don't know, Tama by maltreatment. Basically, there, there's like, they're not saying anything. So there, there was a woman who was, uh, you know, confirmed to have had coronavirus and that she was asymptomatic, which means, if my understanding is correct, that she didn't show any signs of, of symptoms until, you know, later. So she was traveling around. I think she went to like other places in the Philippines. I don't know. I forgot where I, I remember reading about it. And the thing is, they're, they're, they're even asking people, like, if you feel like you might have, you know, been in contact with this person, you know, go, go get yourself checked or whatever. But the thing is, they're not giving any information. We don't know her name, right? Well, they, I don't think they should release her name, but like, we don't know the flight number. We don't know where she stayed. We don't know where her accommodations, you know, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's, there's no information. And the other thing in terms of maltreatment of information is I'm just going to dub it that term is that, like there, we don't really know what's going on. Or, uh, you know, I, I try to stay, I remember someone messaged me, like, stay away from politics. And I don't think I'm really shitting on politics. It's just, it's more like, we don't really know that the information out there is, is, is poor, poorly given. And I think that's a, that's a fact, right? I, I don't think I can, I don't think I'm wrong because even me, someone who I would like to think is, is pretty educated. And I don't think I'm the most, you know, aware or the most uh, knowledgeable when it comes to these things. But I'm trying to find information and there's really not that much being given. I don't know if they're withholding it for a reason. And if it, if they are, I don't know what reason is good enough. So yeah, coronavirus, man, where they, they keep saying take your vitamins. I don't know if that works, <laughs> but wash your hands for sure. Wash your hands, uh, disinfect, whatever. Uh, you know, don't have sex with strangers. <laughs> uh, you know, the typical precautions. Uh, the thing is, there's like, they're saying, you know, there's like that whole Wuhan, like W-H-A-N. So W is wash your hands. U is use face mask, I think. H is, 
I don't even remember. But one of them is of a avoid crowded places. And how the fuck are you supposed to do that? In especially as a commuter, I'm not a, I'm not even a commuter. Uh, but you know, with with all the you know just how densely populated Metro Manila is, it's like uh, okay, that's impossible, right? Um, so yeah, coronavirus. That that's uh, I don't I don't know why I even started the podcast with that, <clears throat> but I guess it's on everyone's minds. Uh, so last, the last podcast, I, I talked all about Kobe Bryant and, you know, uh, I don't really want to talk too much about it anymore. It's come to the point where I kind of, I've kind of, uh, accepted it. You know, it sucks. Uh, but there's one thing that I, I forgot to mention because I was so emotional in the last podcast that I, I forgot to mention, uh, something that I really wanted to talk about. It's his, his, uh, his retirement. He, he wrote a, uh, a, a story like a little piece called Dear Basketball which then he later made into a short film which then won an Oscar so re I remember I think I talked about like the times when I I have cried because of Kobe or or did I or I forgot what I if I talked about it there or how the show but I remember reading that piece and me being the Kobe you know hater that I am I still cried when I read that because you can really feel how much he gave to the game and to the sport of basketball, to the world of basketball, just by reading that. And if you watch the document, uh, the the mini mini movie, uh, the short film, it it kind of brings it home. Uh, so check it out; it's available for free online. I think it's on Vimeo, and I think they made it like it's not like a pirated version, so it's not like you're pirating it by watching. I think they they the official whoever you know team behind it did release it, re-release it. Uh, for that very purpose, so that people could watch it and remember it. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else I wanted to talk about. So since I talked about Kobe last episode, I forgot to completely, I completely forgot to talk about what I talked about last Friday, which was Tiffany Young. So I interviewed Tiffany Young from Girls' Generation, and man, she is awesome. Like she's so smart, and her, I mean, because she's a Korean, she's a K-pop star. I sh- uh, I didn't know much about her, so when I did my research, she speaks uh you know perfect English because she grew up in the states and uh, had a little bit in common. I mean, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I think I think I think that because she uh, she went to school in California, but she had friends that went to UCSD, which is the university that I went to in San Diego. So we talked a little bit about that. I'd like to think that we bonded. <laughs> Tiffany Young, man, super cool. Out of like you know, there's. I, I've had the the opportunity to interview a good amount of celebrities, and Tiffany Young is is up there in terms of like wow factor. Not just with her beauty. I mean, she's 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 can I even? She's like disgustingly beautiful. <laughs> can you? I know it's like a, what do you call that? Yeah, uh, when it's opposites. Oh, I forgot the term, but as in you you can't. You're like that's not fucking fair. Like the way you look. It's kind of like when you see, you know, like Chris Hemsworth or Gal Gadot or something. You're like, you're so fucking beautiful that it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> um, Tiffany Young, she's cool, and you know, she was she had her she had her uh, concert last Saturday, and there was something that I found really cool because uh, she had a uh, like a. The road manager or tour manager, his name is Brian, and he's cool because he could speak English and Korean. But 
what I found really like, I was like, damn, that's a cool job is that he basically just goes with Tiffany Young and her team, uh, from country to country. And it's kind of like the, you know, the one who handles, who talks to the, to the teams that are handling the press cons and the, and the concerts and, and the, I guess the accommodations. Basically, he's like, he's like the, you know, he's, he's the one handling like all the, the details. And I think that's such a fun job. Like, I know it must be high stress or whatever. He said he's been doing it for 10 years. I was like, damn, I wish I could do that job. You know, I was like, dang, that's so cool. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say that it's an easy job. No way. But it seems like a, a very, a very, mm, rewarding, tiring, but rewarding job. Diba ang cool. So sana, I mean, I know that Filipinos, they, most Filipinos speak English. So I guess that's, it's kind of a, a pipe dream. But how cool would it be if, you know, if Filipino music really took the international stage? Now, I'm not saying that it hasn't reached, you know, it hasn't crossed into international territory. But, I mean, I, I, I think it would be, I'd be lying if I'm saying that Filipino music is on the same level as Korean music, for example. You know? Uh, so it'd be cool if we could reach that level, like F-pop, <laughs> Filipino pop. <laughs> and then I could just go on tour with, you know, uh, Sarah Heronima, for example. I know she could speak English, but you know, let's just use that as an example. Imagine just going with Sarah G and you're going to all these bomb-ass cities, eating the best food, and all you got to do, well, not all you got to do. It sounds like I'm making it a small deal, but what you got to do is, you're setting it up, and that sounds like such a cool job. So yeah, that's my little story. Tiffany Young, uh, one of the most memorable celebrity encounters. Uh, next to you can see Joe Keery from Stranger Things, Jason Mraz uh, in Singapore, it's one of the the, the more memorable ones. Uh, Lauv, actually, if you're a fan of Lauv, who's actually super big now, uh, Alvin and I, my former radio partner Alvin and I, who's getting married by the way in February. Which I'll be at. Um, he he was he, we got to interview him, and that was a really cool interview because he was really down to earth. I'm not saying he's not down to earth now, but you know he's he was super down to earth and just a cool ass dude. I don't know if he's changed. <laughs> I wonder if famous changed him. Ari, I forgot his real name. Ari something. So love. Um, Arnel Pineda, that was cool. Actually, he follows me on Instagram, believe it or not. I think. I haven't checked in a while, but we follow each other on Instagram. That was cool. Uh, who else? Who else was super memorable to me? Bamboo. Gotta interview Bamboo. I'm not listing all the interviews. I'm not, I think there's, there's a lot there. Um, hold on, I gotta sniffle. Oh, sorry about that. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, over the weekend. If you hear it, you'll, you'll hear about it on the Halada show, so I'm not gonna go too much into it, but Rika Reese, Mart and I, uh, my homies from the foodie station, we, we went to Chef Arch's Lime, which is in Mandaluyong. I highly recommend you go there. It's like street food, but on crack. It is the bomb. Oh, then they have new dishes coming out. The, the katsu, man, the, the katsu, the, uh, fuck, what's the name of that? Not longanisa, the other one. Tosino katsu? Oh. Oh. Oh, daddy, you gotta go. Solid. Solid. Um, and the other highlight of that night was that Reese bought me the board game Settlers of Catan. So Settlers of Catan, uh, it's, it's for me the best 
board game ever. Ever. You have to play with three or, or four people. You can't play it with two. But if you can get a consistent group of Catan players, which I did in the U.S. with my cousins and uh, one of my friends, uh, one of our good friends, Appa, it is the best fucking board game. I cannot think of a better board game. I've played a lot of board games. I wouldn't say super dame. I'm not like a board game, you know, aficionado. But I we tried out different board games. But we always kept coming back to Catan because it is like the bread and butter of board games. It is the perfect balance of skill and, and luck and just it's so dynamic. The gameplay changes every game. It's not like Monopoly where the board pieces are all the same every time you play. I mean, their strategy can change every time, right? And most board games, that's that's what makes it replayable is the tra- strategy changes every time. But what makes Catan unique is that the board can change it. The board changes every time. I mean, you can choose to change it every time, which I think is the best part. Because from the very first, you know, just by looking at the board, you're already formulating your strategy. So if you're ever interested in getting a board game, I think it's worth it. I don't know how much it is here. I'll get, I don't want to ask for you. <laughs> but C-A-T-A-N, Catan. Oh, Lord have mercy. You will, if you can find, uh, if you can find a Catan group that you play with, consistently oh please it is it is something man it is something i uh dito yung kwento ko lagi diyan sa katan na yan eh putang ina ng katan na yan <laughs> is i missed a whole semester of school actually i was on a quarter system diba dito my quarter system ba dito cuz it's normally semesters right so you know first sem first sem second sem sa university ko it's quarters eh first quarter second quarter so i dropped a whole quarter i think it's 10 weeks of school to play catan with my cousins who also dropped out of school <laughs> or at least i don't know if they dropped out completely but i know that the classes were missed you know assignments were not turned in wild wild ah uh, yeah get catan and on, on a side note of that, does anybody have, I don't know if it's just me, I have this weird recurring, I don't know if it's a nightmare or a dream. I, I've had this kind of nightmare slash dream that I kind of remember when I wake up. You know how sometimes you can only remember vague memories. There's a dream that I have. Nah, I remember going, there's a math class that I never finished. I think it was high school, but I, I like, I imagine it's in college. And like, my my nightmare is that I didn't get enough credits to graduate because I stopped attending a class, and I and and then I was like, oh shit! I hope I don't fail. And I think that stems from the Catan, the summer of Catan, where I dropped quarter a uh, quarter of school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, So mix ha uh, mix sixty five of Hala Hala show will be coming out on Monday. What did we talk about? We didn't talk about the coronavirus. We kind of talked about it on mix sixty four. And uh, it happened after we recorded, you know, the breaking news of it actually being confirmed. What we did talk about, we talked about Kobe Bryant again. Uh, I know I talked about it on my podcast, but we didn't talk about it in Hala Hala Show. I thought it was important. Also, we talked about the Grammys. So Billie Eilish, you know, big winner. And that's, that's uh, congratulations to her. So if you want to know our thoughts on that, I'm not going to talk anymore about it here. A little clickbait for you. Someone did message me on Instagram, though. Hold on. Oh, by the way, I just posted a new Instagram post. If you want to check it out. Okay. 
Let me see. Mm, 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 mm. Where the F is that? Someone messaged me on IG and said, Hey, JC, see Coco David. He said, What's the uh, camera that you use for your vlogging? So I just want to get it on record here for you. It's a Panasonic HC V770. HC V770. Honestly, I don't think you can find it here because I bought this in the States before I moved here. I don't think you should get this camera. I think you can get a lot. I, I would recommend. Honestly, I think I'm switching. I'm gonna, I have another camera that I use for pictures, but I think I'm going to completely switch. I'm going to switch to the Canon G7, which is what most, you know, vloggers use now. The, the, the thing that, the reason why I didn't get the Canon G7 the first time was, uh, because it's a microphone slot. You know, you can, uh, plug and play microphone. And, but then I realized when I watch vlogs ng, ano, mga tao na gamit yung Canon G7. Parang okay naman yung audio eh. The only issue is if it's in your, in your in a highly windy place. But how often does that happen? At least here sa, sa Pilipinas. I could get it maybe if you live in a windy city like Chicago or something. I don't know. Chicago's the only, I, I don't know any windy city. I only know Chicago because it's known as the windy city, city, but I'm sure there's windy cities, right? Taiwan was pretty windy, but it was also winter. So, well, like spring. Anywho, uh, thank you, Coco David. Uh, there's also someone I, who the fuck was it? I wanted to shout out because I talked about the, man, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm really bad with names. Uh, some, on one of the podcasts, I talked about the app that I bought, the, the forest app, and someone actually downloaded it and is using it. And I thought that was super cool. Shows that I'm an influencer. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but I think it's great that, you know, that they they're taking up the uh you know the challenge of being more mindful of their you know their their time just like I've been trying to be and you know I was trying to as I woke up this morning I was like shit what am I going to do today and I didn't even realize I shit I got to record the podcast so as soon as I remember talking about the uh, as soon as I remember that I had to do the podcast I just I put my shit down I was like let's do it sometimes you just got to you just got to do it man I cannot find who that was? Please remind me. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad with names. I think it was the, was it the F Buds pod? Yes, it was. I knew it. The F Buds podcast, uh, the F Buddies podcast. Thank you for, uh, for checking that out and, you know, doing that. So I, I forgot if it was Nick or if it was, uh, Glenice, but thank you. Okay. So, ano pa ba? Ano pa gusto kong sabihin sa inyo on this Friday? Happy January is over month day <laughs> uh yesterday uh pala uh we went to me we meaning me Rika GGG and my radio partner Lexi Angeles who's a big anime fan by the way you should follow her um we went to Electric Studio which is a cycling studio so you know that I cycle at Upper Deck Upper Deck uh studio but we got a opportunity to get a free class because they it was in partnership with Warner Music and they launched Dua Lipa's new single. We got a sneak peek of it. It's called Physical. Pretty dope song, huh? I, you know, I, I don't think I'm one to really fake it when, say, when I say I like a song or I don't. Because there's a lot of songs I don't really like. Like, I don't like Yummy by Justin Bieber. <laughs> Not really. Uh, there's also like, like, you know, I, I try to stay away. Cause, you know, K-pop, right? It's, there's a lot of K-pop songs I don't really like. Like, okay, I'll say it. I don't like Fake Love by BTS, which is like the song that I think was really put them on the international scene. I think that song sucks. TBH. But that being said, before, you know, all you army out there bash me, 
I love Airplane Part 2. I think that song is a fucking banger. I think even if you check my Spotify top played of last year, I think Airplane Top Airplane Part 2 is in like my top five. So I'm just I, I, I don't think I'm being like the thing is I don't want to go in with blind uh support of an artist just because they're an artist. I, I can acknowledge like when songs are not that good. For me, for me, it's obviously subjective. But Airplane Part 2 is fantastic song by BTS. I, it's a, I think it's one of their lesser known songs in terms of the, you know, the international scene. Cause most people, I'm sure, have heard Boy with Love. They've probably heard Fake Love. And they've also heard, uh, Make It Right, the one with Love. <clears throat> so, uh, Airplane Part 2, I think, is, is one of their, <clears throat> sorry, one of their lesser known songs. In the grand scheme of the music that they've released internationally. Okay? Can we agree, ARMY? Please don't bash me. Alright? <laughs> uh, well, I I, how, how the hell did I... Oh, yeah, because Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Her new song, it's called Physical. It's it's good. I mean, it's a great gym song. It's good for cardio. I, I watched like... Uh, I don't know if she has a music video, but you know on Spotify, sometimes when you play a song, you have those little dancing there's like video which I think is so weird because it just replays over and over it'd be cool if it went the whole song but they just repeat it's like a gif but you can see Dua Lipa she's doing her thing doing her her dance and you're like damn you're Dua Lipa you're a beast okay oh that's what I want to talk about that's why that's what reminded me to do the podcast so this morning I got a knock on my door and I got a package from something. I'm not doing this to plug it. I'm just, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the, 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 I guess the, is it the culture or the, the practice of, of sending people stuff? So I got something from a company that I don't even know. I've never heard of. They never contacted me on Instagram. I'm guessing they came from a, an agency that has sent me stuff before for another product and they just sent it to me. And I was like, what is this? I mean, I took it because it's free shit and who doesn't like free shit, right? But, I, I, it makes me, it made me think a little bit about the nature of giving people free stuff, but also should I feel obligated to do something with it? So I, I think, did I make this distinction before about social media, like influencing or, you know, being spot in a sponsored post? But it, if I didn't, then I guess my, my thoughts once again are that I think it's, it's cool to have, uh, you know, if you, if you want to, Post products that you use or you believe in, I think that's great. And if you can make some, you know, ching out of it, it's it's uh, you know, it's even better. But the thing that I find strange sometimes is that they'll they'll send me stuff that I didn't even ask for, or they didn't even inform me that I they were going to send it. And so now I'm like, okay, so should I thank them? If I don't thank them, will they not work with me again for another product? Is it because they think I'm ungrateful, or because they think that I'm not going to post any content? It's just like, uh, I don't know. So I, I guess I'm talking about them right now on the podcast, but it's called Human Love Nature from Pro Philippines. The first thing I asked, and I don't mean to be facetious, was like, you know, is the coronavirus in this thing? I mean, it was a box and delivered by a stranger. I don't know where it's from. So, you know, you know how they say you don't take candy from, uh, I don't, don't take candy from a stranger or what is it? Well, no, you don't take candy from a baby, but it's also from a stranger. So basically, just don't take candy from anybody, and you, you're you're safe. So they sent me like some deodorant. Are they trying to tell me something? Like um, anyway. 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the podcast for today, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have anything planned. Uh, I hope your February goes better. And I'm going to finish this fucking coffee. I'm back to the gym, and I think I'm doing pretty well. My diet has been pretty good, except for last... Oh, that's what I forgot. Sorry. Last night, heard on Thursday. I can't believe I almost fucking forgot that. Uh, heard on Thursday, this is the, the talk show I host with, uh, with Rafi P. Reyes, Rafael P. Reyes, on uh, the radio station I work at. It's a little bit of a sad news is that uh, Paeng, Rafael P. Reyes, it was his last show yesterday. He's been doing it for 20 plus years, 26 plus years. And, you know, on one side, it's like, damn, that's, that's, that's so like incredible. On the other side, it's like, damn, now I got to follow that. So the thing is, it's being turned over to me. I'm going to be running it solo, or at least doing, you know, the talking part solo. So I'm pretty shook. I'm really nervous. I don't, I mean, I've never even thought about having a talk show ever, but I think it's something that would be, fits me in the man, but I just, it's something that hasn't really sunk in. So, heard on Thursdays, remember, every Thursday, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m., it's going to be a different kind of show uh, with just me, and I, I don't know what ideas I have for it, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited and terrified at the same time, so I just want to get this on the record. Shout out to, uh, I would call him my mentor at the station, Paeng, Rafael Pires, he's probably never going to listen to this. But if in case you do down the line, uh, thank you for trusting me with the show. And to all the monsters and listeners out there who who do listen to HOT, uh, I hope that I can do it justice and do a service to it. All right? So, yeah. Thank you to everyone out there. And, you know, let let people know that you're sending them a free press package just in case you're going to you, you work in that field. And pay your clients on time. Oh, I got paid, by the way. Did I say that already? But I got paid, man. I sent some demand letters and I got fucking paid. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, get your money. Get paid. Do your thing. Be responsible. Be professional. And let's have a good February. All right, I'll catch you on Tuesday. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.